Let Dr. Wayne W. Dyer take you on a voyage of discovery where you can begin to tap into the amazing manifesting powers that you possess. As a loyal podcast listener, Hay House would like to offer the ebook version of Wishes Fulfilled, Mastering the Art of Manifesting to you for free for a limited time to help you learn how to obtain what you truly desire. You're invited to open yourself up to a new way of experiencing life by imagining exactly what you would like to manifest for yourself. By using your imagination and practicing the art of assuming the feelings of your wishes being fulfilled, you will discover that you possess the ability to become the person you were destined to be. Get your free Wayne Dyer ebook now at hayhouse.com slash manifest. That's hayhouse.com slash manifest. Welcome to the Dr. Wayne Dyer Radio Podcast. Discover the wisdom and remarkable insights of Dr. Dyer, world-renowned spiritual teacher and foremost authority on how the power of your mind creates your world. Welcome to Excuses Be Gone with Dr. Wayne Dyer. My name's Diane Ray. We're taking your calls here in the studio in Carlsbad and Dr. Wayne Dyer from a whirlwind, whirlwind tour out uh, promoting Excuses Be Gone. Dr. Dyer is back home in Maui. So I'm glad you're back. Uh, you were traveling around. We had you on the phone a couple of times, and now you're back home in Maui. And by following you on Twitter, I know that you were doing some swimming a little bit earlier. I just came out of the ocean. Oh, my God, it's such a beautiful morning here. Um in anticipation of the Maui workshop coming up here at, uh, in a couple more weeks, in two weeks, in fact, of the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday uh, event that we have every year in October. But I went out this morning to test the waters to make sure they were fine, and uh, I swam for an hour. It was a great swim out there this morning. It must have been beautiful. beautiful. Yeah, the, the water was like so, that crystal clear, you know, the aquamarine, beautiful water. Um, big, big sea turtles out there today. So, yeah, it was a great swim. And that event, there's still some spots available, I believe, if people would like to join you in Maui. It's the 23rd to the 25th? Yes, right here in Maui at the Westin, Kanapali. You can find out about it by going on my website. Um, we've got quite a few people coming, but we always have room for more. Yeah, it sounds just like so. an amazing event. And then you're going to do Celebrate Your Life, and then you're going to Boston. And then I Can Do in Tampa is right around the corner, and I've heard that the ticket sales for that have just been great. That's what they tell me. Yeah, there's, uh, yeah. And <clears throat> as a matter of fact, uh, I just did an I Can Do It in London, and um, it was unbelievable. It was sold out over there. And then I spoke in uh, Los Angeles, New York, and Chicago, and we had between 2,500 and 3,000 people at every single one of those talks. So somebody's out there uh, listening to the to the message. It was it was a really unbelievably beautiful tour. Well, it must Very be really satisfying, though, for you. Um, that all these people are really resonating with what you have to say and excuses be gone. And uh, people are really ready to make some changes, I think, and, and really get out of these self-defeating thinking habits. And you must see that at all the events that you've been going to. I do. I do. Yes, I think, uh, I think there's a readiness. And I don't know if it's so much that or if it's just uh, there's sort of a, a, a sort of a hunger for meaning in, in our world today. That's, uh, uh, and I think people really want to feel that. I think the uh, the exciting thing for me this last weekend that's made me so proud to be an American is the uh, 
you know, is the president, our president, being uh, uh, honored with the Nobel Prize for Peace. Now, there's been a lot of criticism of that because of his uh, lack of accomplishments and so on. But I wanted to speak just a little bit about that here this morning um, because my reaction to that was um, the book that I'm going to write next, next year is called Wishes Fulfilled. And it's based on the premise that everything that exists in the world um, once had to be imagined. Everything that is was once imagined. And that's from William Blake. So I'm sitting here looking at a painting uh, that's hanging on the wall here. Uh, in order for that painting to exist, it had to be imagined. In order for this, uh, this equipment that I'm talking into uh, to exist, it had to be once imagined. Uh, it's true for everything in the physical world. It starts, everything starts with our imagination. Uh, and I believe that what has happened here with this Nobel Prize for the president is that uh, they are awarding Remember, these, are, these people who award this, they don't just hand this thing out willy-nilly. This is, uh, you, you have to really qualify for this. And he has, what has happened is that he has placed into the imagination of the world a new concept, which ultimately um, will uh, be, become fulfilled. But it has to start with a thought. It has to start with, with something in our imagination. And what he is imagining uh, for us is a world without nuclear weapons. He has stated it and gone to the United Nations and had 15 out of 16 uh, countries from the Security Council all vote in favor of that. Uh, he has spoken to the, uh, to the Muslim world. His very first speech was to Al Jazeera saying, well, we, our extension, uh, what we would like to extend to the uh, world is uh, the Muslim world. There's an understanding that we are not your uh, enemies. We are your friends and we want to live together in harmony and in peace. Uh, he has taken the prestige of the United States, which was for the previous eight years pretty much of a bully, uh, and and demanding this is what we're going to do, and you if you don't if you're not with us you're against us, uh, from one of just talking to one of listening, and has opened up uh, a new idea, a new consciousness, a new thought, and this new thought uh, is that we can live together in harmony and peace. We can get rid of these horrible nuclear weapons that will destroy life as we know it and have ever known it and destroy this planet, literally, um, we can do all of these kinds of things. And, and while I may not have accomplished them yet, and, uh, and they may be decades away from being accomplished, uh, first you have to start with something in your imagination, and that's individually and that's collectively. And that is why I think he has changed the dialogue for how we get along as a people. And to be awarded the Peace Prize for that, I, I think um, I, I'm just very, very honored and humbled uh, to be an American and have our president uh, be a uh, uh, a recipient of the of the Peace Prize. And oh, I, I agree. He, and and like you yeah. said, after eight years of just being kind of embarrassed, um, you know, at the way our country has reacted to, right. to certain things, and uh, I agree. I think there's just a feeling of hope and. You know that right. you're right. That, it could. That, it's possible. Yeah. You know, it's the peace is possible. So it's like it's 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 the idea of, of first, if you imagine it, if we put it into our imagination, uh, and then all of us collectively begin to think this way, that that's what we'll act upon. And I think that it's uh, I think it's a wonderful, wonderful tribute, and uh, I couldn't be prouder today. Well, we've got some great calls as always. People are looking forward to talking with you, so uh, we've got plenty of time to get a few calls rolling. Now, you ready okay, to let's do it. hit the mm -hmm. phones? I'm ready to do it. Let's mm -hmm. go to line four and go to Lori, and she'll be our first caller today from San Francisco. And welcome to the show, Lori. You're on with Dr. Wayne Dyer. Hi. Hi, Thank Lori. You. Hi. Thank you so much. I've been listening to you for several years. This is the first time I've had a question, though. Oh, is that right? Well, yeah. I'm glad you called in. 
Okay, so here's here's the situation. I have a, a nephew. He's 19 years old. He's going to state college in California. He mm-hmm. actually went last year but dropped out his first semester. He actually has a very abusive past from both of his parents who were divorced, but he had a very abusive past, and I've kind of sponsored him in life, if you will. But anyhow, so he went back to the state college this year, and I'm, you know, funding it, and he has a credit card, and two weeks, and if he uses it, he's supposed to pay for it out of his budgeted money that he has living expenses. Mm-hmm. But two weeks ago, he charged 400, around $450 for a holistic treatment, Mm-hmm. And I texted him and said, you know, hey, what's this charge? Making sure it was really his and someone didn't get a hold of his credit card number. So he texted back and said, yeah, he did this great holistic treatment and um, that he attracted the money to pay for it. He can't wait, couldn't wait to tell me how he attracted the money. And not only is he going to pay the 450 but also the 500 he had charged previously over, you know, mm-hmm. the summer for miscellaneous things. I said, okay, cool, right? That's great. So then last week I see him at my parents' house, and his story about attracting money was that he was, within a week, mind you, he had made $1,000 doing these phobia treatments for other students and, you know, charging $10 each treatment. But the interest, I didn't really buy it because he was, you know, he had to collect gas money from his friends to get to our hometown for the weekend, and he just didn't Mm -hmm. seem to have cash. So I said, well, you know, can you go, you know, later that day, I said, you know, let's, you know, can you have the money? And he said, oh, yeah, I'll go to the bank and get it. I said, well, I'd rather you pay the credit card, so can you pay it next week? All right. So a week goes by, he doesn't pay it. So this morning I text him, and I said, hey, you know, either, you know, can you pay the credit card or give me the money? I'll be, you know, up near your place on Mm -hmm. Thursday. I can pick it up. So he texts back and says he went to take all of his money out of one bank account to move it to another, and his wallet was lost or stolen. Mm -hmm. So all of his money's gone. So my thought is that he kind of, planned this sort of lie. I mean, I hate to say mm-hmm. that, but he, it seems like he sort of pre-planned this, if you will. He, he, I don't believe that he attracted $1,000 in a week doing phobia treatments because he didn't mm-hmm. seem to have money on him. And if he did, that's a great thing. Why don't you keep doing it, right? Mm. This is, uh, yeah, okay. So, uh, is there other drugs involved in this at all? It sounds uh, like it. A drug? Well, other, I know. Is it, he smokes marijuana. Mm-hmm. I don't know of other drugs. I mean, having yeah. come from an abuse, really a neglectful, you know, I mean, he, he mm-hmm. his parents live on the East Coast. He came out to California between his junior and senior year because the school back there, which was a very affluent and an affluent district, finally got involved and said they had to do something. And if, it's very rare for social services to get involved at that age, especially. And he came out to California kind of abruptly between yeah. his junior and senior okay. year. So he's had a real tough, real tough. Hmm. Well, I think the it, it, the reason I say drugs is because I've dealt I've dealt with a lot of uh, okay. young people who who uh, are always coming up with, with that. I've I've heard that story that you just gave, right. only just with just a little different uh, details from uh, one of my own children and also from uh, other people that I've worked with who are you know ar- around the drug area. And when I say the drug area, I mean I'm not just n- necessarily talking about illegal drugs. I'm talking about things right. like Adderall. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, which is has become one of the huge, huge problems in our country. Uh, the, you know, people buying these uh, uh, prescription drugs and then getting themselves, uh, you know, <clears throat> messed up on them and so on. And that I just I'm, that was just an aside. I just it just felt like that for, yeah. for me. Uh, but regardless of what it is, I think what what's really important for your uh, nephew 
is to uh, is to take responsibility for for right. his financial, uh, and I would I would deduct it from whatever you are providing for him. Uh, is that what you are doing? You're providing funding for him yes, to go I to am. school or whatever. Yes, I dollars a month for living expenses. Yeah, which includes yeah. rent and housing and everything. Yeah, so I would uh, I would insist I would I would put a date on on when this money is to be paid uh, within within a day or two if if his story is true. And I would right. say to that, if you, if your story is true, then I want this money and I want it by this time. Well, if it is not on the, his law, he lost it all. Okay, so if it is lost, then uh, the responsibility for that is still on you. Yeah. And um, instead of nine hundred and fifty a month, it's going to have to be reduced to seven hundred and fifty a month until right. the uh, th- for the next five months, and that is, and then. But you've got to absolutely make sure that you follow through on that. You've, oh you've, yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, and I was going to yeah. take the credit card away too. I don't know is that even appropriate or no? Unless he tries absolutely, to absolutely, yeah. I okay. would do that as well. I, I would t- I would tell him that uh, you know the, the money's restriction paid. now placed. Yes, until this is paid off, that the, that I'm putting the, uh, that on hold, and so. Um, oh, that's good. So I don't even have to accuse yeah. him of lying, because I was no. afraid of doing that. But not at all. Not at all. His you responsibility say, is a bottom right. line. I'll, redu- I'll reduce it from his payment for five right. months, and uh, his mm-hmm. credit card will be, I'll take it away until it's paid off. Right. And I and that there that way you don't have to get into uh, you lied and you did this right. and this is what my what all of that is because he's going to deny all of that anyway. I know exactly. You know, the, the name of the game here is especially with a young man like that is to is responsibility, mm-hmm. and uh, and I would be I, I just uh, for some reason intuitively I feel that uh, right. that money was spent on uh, on drugs. I'm just it's just something that just came to me. So it, it makes uh, it sense. Ma- that really makes sense. Yeah. It may not be at all, but even if he does make, smoke marijuana, and if um, oh. there's any pills or any of this kind of thing, that's what it feels like. So, yeah. and if that's the case, uh, then then you're going to have to really, you know, be. Uh, I would, I would, I would insist if you're, if you are supporting this young man mm-hmm. and uh, and doing all of the things that you were saying, I would insist on a drug test, uh, on, on drug testing, if you have any reason oh. to th- to suspect that whatsoever. Uh, which is what I did with my daughter when uh, when she was going through that uh, when she was in her late teens. Um, you will and be how would, how would you suggest approaching that with them? I mean, I. Um, it, I would just suggest what I exactly what I just said to you. It, it sounds to me like the, there's something going on here that is related to drugs. It's just a feeling that I get. Um, if it's denied, 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 then fine. Uh, if I'm going to support you, I want you to understand that I have to support someone who is drug free, and not necessarily marijuana. If he's smoking a little right. marijuana, but if it's uh, if if he's doing. Especially if he's doing these kinds of uh, right. prescription drugs, and there's so much of it. I mean, it's an epidemic in our country, right? Uh, especially among young people. So, and it'll take them down. So you you could really be saving his life. Okay. That's my that's my request. Have that's you seen the great shift? advice? I tell you, I would not have handled it that well, and I feel much better mm-hmm. now. So there's a yeah. reason I got through today. Good. Yeah. Have you seen the shift? Yes, oh, absolutely. I love it. Absolutely. Oh, good. We're going to send you a copy. We send okay, everyone terrific. who gets through a copy. Oh, so good. you can maybe maybe give it to him. him. I will give, give it, it to him. him. Yeah, yep. give it to him. Tell him it's a gift. And you can okay. even tell him to listen to this show. If he's wondering why this is uh, coming up, you can just say, well, listen to this show today. Yeah. He, you know, he can figure out how to go on his computer and, and pull up this show. Yeah. But I'm, all I'm advocating is total responsibility. I can't tell you how many times when my daughter was into the drug scene, how many times she lost a credit card, how many times that this that this got stolen, that, that uh, it was taken here and somebody else took it. Yeah. I mean, the the stories are exactly, in fact, the story is exactly the same as the story you just told me. Yeah. And I've heard those stories uh, enough times where, um, you know, drugs are the big lie. You know, generally yeah. speaking, when people, they, they turn your life into a lie and you want to help them to just be responsible. And that's the name of the game here. 
is to be responsible. Be sure that you don't just give in. You know, right. Oh, I won't. If you say you're going to no. do it, just follow through on it. No, I, I, after yeah. last year, I'm not. No, I'm not at that point of giving in. I mean, you know, yeah. he did all that last year and dropped out and given another shot. But I definitely am. Mm-hmm. It'll be. It, yeah. I'm in. A, I'm in a place where I will hold a hard line. That's yeah. not an issue. Okay. Great. Thanks. Great right, call. Thank you very Thanks. Much. Namaste. Namaste. Leave your address. Leave your address okay. there. All Don't right. go away. Okay. Bye bye. And we'll be back in a few minutes. We're going to take a short break. This is Excuses Be Gone with Dr. Wayne Dyer. Welcome to Excuses Be Gone with Dr. Wayne Dyer. Thanks for joining the show today. I just want to remind you to join Dr. Wayne Dyer on Hay House's newest website, HealYourLife.com, where Dr. Dyer posts links to his blog and daily affirmations as well. And, of course, also follow Dr. Wayne Dyer on Twitter and Facebook. So we have a bunch of people up here to talk to you. Let's see if we can get somebody else up on the phone here. Um, How about Christine calling on Line 7, and she's calling from Albany, New York. And welcome to the show, Christine. You're on with Dr. Dyer. Hi. Thank you so much. I'm actually here with my husband, Larry, as well. Hey, Wayne. Hi. How Hi. are you? Well, we are so excited to talk with you because you have profoundly impacted our lives. Oh, isn't that wonderful? Well, well it <laughs> all started with the, you know, the whole enchilada from PBS years ago. But right. uh, this summer, um, I went through some really difficult experiences with my job and I became very ill and I had to leave work and I was also going through a dark night of the soul and Mm -hmm. what did I stumble upon the first time I went to hayhouse.com but the shift oh really the film Mm -hmm. my husband and I that very night watched it on our front porch and it was exactly what was happening to me I, I, I can't even tell you how it touched me and since that time, I have left my job. I have healed my illness. I don't know what's in front of me, <laughs> but I know that it has to do with my gifts that are related to healing and singing. And beyond that, I'm just following spirit. And I, I, I cannot, my family thinks I'm nuts <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because I left a really big corporate job and we don't know quite how we're going to replace the income, but this is we're so thrilled to talk with you, and it, it's become a journey for us as a couple as well uh, because I have a strong marketing background, and we are committed to bringing the shift to Albany, New York, because we're committed to sharing it with at least 100 people. I think that's one, that, that's the idea behind it. And, in fact, when I did the film, um, you know, the, I always give the statistic that 10% of the people buy, buy 100% of the books, uh, you know, but uh, 90% of the people never buy a book, but they do go to the movies. Right. And that one of the one of the ways that we can make a shift take place is um, by getting people to uh, you know just to look at these ideas. And if I can get 10, mil- 10 million people to watch this film, I believe we can make the shift. And I'll tell you, the shift that I saw this weekend. I don't know if you heard me at the, at the top of the show talking about the president receiving the Nobel Prize. Yes. Uh, that's a shift. That is that is part of a, a, a major. That means that people in Norway in, and people who make these decisions, these major major decisions about the most prestigious prize awarded to anybody on the planet, are are rewarding someone not for what they've done, not for their accomplishments, but for how they think. 
but you know for their for their conception of a of an idea from a position of power and placing it out there and saying to the world we can live together as one we can live together in, you know in, in, in a consciousness in which all of us care about each other and love each other and listen to each other uh, instead of trying to you know bully each other and, and be at war with each other we're starting to uh, that kind of a shift see the shift that I'm talking about to take place on the planet has to begin in our thoughts it has to begin in our imagination it has nothing to do with what how much you go out there and do how many right. treaties you get signed and how you know how much legislation you get passed it has to do with helping everybody out there to begin to think in terms of peace rather than in terms of uh, of being bellicose and, and warlike uh, yeah, so i think the, sh the shift is on yeah yeah, we've, we have changed every day. We choose our attitude and we choose how we're going to approach it. And, uh, you know, I, what's, what's interesting, what's also happening is so many of friends and colleagues, uh, they're like, how do I say, it? they're attracted to me. They want to know what's happened mm. to me. I'm getting all these comments like, you look 10 years younger. What's different about your eyes? And they're telling me their stories. And, it, it does. It's contagious. It spreads. And for people who are in so much pain and searching and longing, I'm, I'm kind of amazed at what's happening. And I'm still in my infancy with it. I, I'm going on faith. I'm going on trust. I know I'm very talented. But honestly, Wayne, I don't know where it's going. <laughs> well, that's great. That's, that's a good place to be in because none of us know where we're going. It's like uh, any more than they, they, you know, Rumi used to say that the ball that you throw in the air, it has no idea. Where, where it's going to go it's just going to whatever momentum it has it's going to you know it's going to take it uh, where where it was intended to go tell me uh because what what you're speaking about here is like an energy uh, of radiation when you, you start to radiate a different kind of an energy um that you know you said you overcame an illness and uh, you changed the job what was the illness that you overcame can you share that it, it was a combination of things. I was diagnosed with several different stress-induced and autoimmune uh, mm -hmm. diseases, fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue. My hair started falling out, um, severe depression, anxiety. I couldn't eat. I couldn't sleep, psoriasis. I mean, you name it. I was, I was falling mm. apart. And um, I was really in so much pain. And, and metaphorically, you could say that I died in July, mm -hmm. and I was rebirthed. Um, hmm. People literally who see me are just shocked, um, and I feel lighter, and and I I, I can't even it, it's profound, and hmm. you the shift, and you gave me the words to share with people to explain it because it's it's not really something you can articulate what happens to you. I know, I know. I, I've had that. You know, I've been trying to do that on stages uh, and on television and in movies and everything for. Uh, uh, 35 40 years now uh the you know like w what is the, what takes place within you when you begin to recognize that uh you have a calling and that uh, and that you live you know that you live in a friendly universe that supports you rather than that you live in a universe that's unfriendly and is is out there to victimize you when you start yeah. really believing that there and it, it sounds to me that that's one of the things that has taken place for you is that you've um, you've started to believe that there are there are forces out there that are going to be supportive of you rather than that are going to take you down and as, as soon as you start to align your thinking that way and you allow yeah. that kind of those kind of thoughts in uh, the right people start showing up circumstances yes. start to change the financing comes along you're yep. you know the, the the 
you know, the, the little clues that you're on the right track. It, it happens all the time. It happens yeah. to me on a, on a regular basis. Very and, hard and to explain all, that. Yeah, they're, and they're all there. And um, it, 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 there are so many synchronicities that are happening. And, again, you know, I just I, I know that I need to sing. I know I'm a healer. I don't know how it's going to manifest, but, you know, I've decided I'm going to do a concert and see what happens. I'm going to call it Healing Waters, and I'm going to just share. I'm going to try as much as I can to share what's happening because I think that may be even the greater gift is that what's happening to me mm. – People want it. They want to be a part of it. And just like we and my husband gravitated toward you, uh, people need it. We really, really need it. The best way to do this, what is your first name? I'm Christine. Christine. The best way to do this, Christine, is to do it as um, as egoless as you possibly can. Yeah. Um, and that's that's the heart. That's the trap because as as we begin to realize how powerful we are and, and what kind of changes that we can make uh, induce in other people and how we can attract the right people. And, and you almost get a sense of, it's not arrogance, but just it's almost like a, there's a knowing that what, what yeah. I place my attention on and what I think about, it's going to manifest, it's going to show up. You have to really just keep your ego out of it and always, always keep your focus on uh, how may I serve rather than what's in it for me. Yes, you're absolutely that, that would right. Be my, and, and yeah. The one thing that I should mention is I, I've, I'm a Sufi initiate, and so Rumi is very known to me, but mm. I have been working. You know, this, this did not happen overnight. I've been a, a spiritual student for about 10, 11 years, you know, and I you know, meditate, and I, and I have been working on the ego, and you're right, and that is something that still frightens me. Um, because I have been yeah, very because, successful yeah, with singing. It's a, I, it's a very yeah, it's a very tough master that yeah. ego. I mean, it 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 really wants to be the dominant force in your life, and it yeah. might even let you. It might allow you to think, okay, now you're moving into more of a spiritual, higher self sense. But uh, I'm going to come back after you, and I'm going to. Uh, I always used to give the example of this in my own life was when I was doing the uh, sutras of Patanjali. When I was mm -hmm. really going within, and there's 40 of these sutras, and I was m memorizing them and practicing them. And I literally got one time in, in, in my meditation where I felt my body lift up off of the ground. I know it sounds crazy, but it, it, uh, I, no, it I, I, was so, I, I was so light. And I, I wasn't levitating, but I elevated. I elevated. Right. And then I thought to myself, um, I could do this on The Tonight Show. You know, and I did that, and I sat. I went down on my ass so fast, and and I and I never ever recaptured that again because I I I, in, I had I had been able to get all of that ego stuff out of me, and I'd gone right. through these forty sutras, and it was like, and it was like I was a spirit, and then I came back and decided that I was going to become famous over it, and the minute that I did that, and it's why some of the great spiritual masters on our planet, like Sai Baba and people like that, uh, have never allowed themselves to be seduced by the. Uh, the glamorous callings of the uh, of the ego. You have to be. Yeah, careful I that. think that's very yeah. wise because that's something yeah. that I'm very conscious of yeah. and, and trying to stay on top of. Um, because well, I, the best I, w w the best ways to do it is when you do your giving. Yeah. Uh, do do it as anonymously as you can. That's uh, a wonderful idea. Yeah, that is a wonderful try, idea. Yeah, don't ask for thank yous and don't even and don't yeah. even tell other people about all the great things that you do. Well, maybe we can bring the shift to Albany anonymously. <laughs> well, you leave you. I want you to. We're going to end this call. I want you to leave your address, your name and address, and we're going to send you a copy of the shift. And, we would uh, love thank that you for... because we keep loaning it out to people, so we don't have one right now. And I, oh, I wish you all the best on your journey with your health right now as well. And we've been keeping you. you in our thoughts and prayers. 
I appreciate that. So I'll, nice I'm to do, talk with you. I, I've never felt better, so I'm doing fine. Thank you, my That's love. Wonderful. God bless you both. You too, Thank Larry. Thank you. Okay. Take care. God bless you. What a great call. And how mm-hmm. how cool is that that both parties are on board, her and her husband, because so many times I hear people calling in that one person is on mm. a path and they're having a hard time trying to you know, have their partner go along with mm. some of the things that, that they're doing. But I think that's so cool that both of them are... Uh, you know, kind of work, working. Yeah. Uh, the real working cool the part was uh, was to see uh, the phys- That's why I asked her specifically about about her health things, and she got very specific with them: uh, psoriasis and anxiety and depression. I mean, these are things that so many people are experiencing in their lives and don't realize that the mind body connection is so strong that what they think about is what's expanding into their into their bodies. When you think stress, when you think worry, when you think fear, when you think things can't happen, the, the physical manifestation of those kinds of things are that anxiety, high blood pressure, psoriasis, uh, nervousness, ulcers. These are all the concomitants of that kind of thinking. And when you shift that thinking around and just begin to look for you know, what's right about the world and what you're in favor of and what you believe in, it begins to show up for you. It's really amazing. Yeah, yeah I heard you talk about that um, a lot with Dr. Northrup on the CD mm. program that you did with her, and mm-hmm. she, you know, went into a lot of the medical uh, you yes, know, background that's, of that. That's a great program, by the way. A lot really of people said it's called Inside Out Wellness. It's a four-CD set that it's an all-day thing that Christine Northrup and I did together. It's, a, it's got a lot of humor and it's fun. It's a, it's a fun program. Yeah, and you address um, a lot of what, you know, she was talking about right. in, in that program, too, so that's very cool. Uh, we have three minutes. You think there's time Good. to squeeze sure. someone in? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's go to Michael. On line four in Salt Lake City, and you're on with Dr. Wayne Dyer, Michael. Thanks for calling. Oh, thank you, and and uh, Dr. Dyer, I just want to say thank you for the effects you've had in my life in the last three years. I I came from very low point three years ago, and now I've got the, the partner of my dreams and just a life that I've always wanted. Granted, it's not as far as you know the abundance. I haven't recognized that yet, but I know it's coming. I I feel it. And I just want to thank you first off for that. Um, I would say I would let me just correct you one thing, and I would I would remind you that it's already here. That's true. I, as you were it's, saying that, I thought oh, I just stepped in on it. <laughs> yeah, so, so. <laughs> it's already here because a creation's already complete. Yeah. So the abundance that you would uh, is already completed. So the so what's really going to happen for you is you're just it's going to you're going to determine what of what is already created is going to manifest into your life. You know, so it's already here. Um, you know, and, uh, and I use the same term. So, I mean, it's not like a big faux pas. I mean, it's like, it's on its way. It's on its way, but I kind of shifted from it's on its way to, uh, it's already here. It's just, uh, you know, it just hasn't shown up in my life space yet, but it's already here. Great. Thank you. Yeah. My question isn't a lot your excuses be gone. I didn't feel such a connection to that book as I had, for example, the power of intention and Mm -hmm. inspiration. Those just sang to me, but this one, I would, go through the list of excuses and go, don't have that one. I have a very supportive family. I don't mm-hmm. have that one. You know, they're not telling me what to do. I, I went down that list, and I could not locate that. That was excuses mm-hmm. that I know are there because, you know, of the fact that, you know, things haven't appeared in my uh, life space, like you say. But I'm yeah. struggling with how do I identify those excuses when they're, yeah. very, they're very deeply hidden or they're just not there and I'm just making them up. Yeah, and they don't seem like excuses either because you're right. You can go through them. And I think a, a good substitute word for excuses are habits, um, you know, like uh, and, and understanding the subconscious mind, which is really the habitual mind. 
Yeah. You know, like, uh, like when you get in your car and you drive all over the city and you don't even think about it, you, you, you're you letting your subconscious mind direct you all the way through traffic and everything, and you're not even giving it any thought. But you did have to train yourself to go there. And what you have to look at is what kind of habitual ways do I have of conducting myself? Uh, belief systems that things aren't going to work out for me. Belief systems that, uh, you know, that I'm weird or that I'm unusual. Be- belief systems that, uh, you know, uh, that this can't happen or it's impossible or my talent isn't great enough or whatever. And begin to examine those. Got to run. Stay uh, stay, t- stay on there. We're going to uh, get your address and send you a copy of the ship. Okay, okay great. Thank you very much. Thanks. Namaste. Welcome to Excuses Be Gone with Dr. Wayne Dyer. And we're back with Dr. Wayne Dyer and Excuses Be Gone. Today, to the callers that get through to ask their question, Dr. Dyer is giving away a copy of his DVD, the movie The Shift. And, you know, I just uh, I heard, again, you know, when you go on Twitter, you find out all these interesting things about you, Dr. Mm-hmm. Dyer, that uh, yeah. you just turned in your next book called The Shift. The book is called The I Shift did. to Hay House. We're morning. excited about that. Yes, it's the um, it's the companion book uh, to the film. It's uh, called The Shift. It's a it's a short book. It's got four uh, chapters. Uh, the first chapter is called From. The second chapter is called Ambition. The third chapter is called To. And the fourth chapter is called Meaning, which is what the original title of the movie was: From Ambition to Meaning. With uh, taking a look at where we originate from, uh, what happens to us when we take on this whole ambitious uh, thing that the ego is about how we make the shift back towards uh, uh, returning to the place from which we originated and, uh, and finding meaning by, by living from a, a place of God perspective and Tao-centeredness rather than uh, the ego. Yeah. Well, we look it's, forward uh, it's to a that. Book I'm really, really proud of. It's, uh, it's, it's, it was just a joy to write it. It, it. it actually wrote itself. And how great to have a companion to the movie. Mm, yeah. It'll ultimately be uh, sold as a book and movie, but we're going to put it out there for about a year um, so, and I would love that call if, if I got from Albany about uh, the, the people being committed to uh, having uh, uh, bringing the shift to Albany. It's a good place to do it. It's the capital of New York. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> yes. How's our time? I didn't even real, wasn't aware of it. How much time do we? We've have? got about three minutes, maybe. Oh, good. Let's go to one more call. Time yeah, that's for some, somebody's waiting, and it's important. Well, let's go to Deb. She's been waiting for a while on line two, calling from Massachusetts. And welcome to the show, Deb. We have just a short amount of time, but you're on with Dr. Dyer. Hi, Deb. Hello. Thank you for taking my call. You're very welcome. Um, I just want to say thank you because um, I'm a survivor of a dysfunctional family and incest, and someone gave me your Pulling Your Strings years ago in the oh, my goodness, yeah. early mm-hmm. 80s. Mm-hmm. And it, I have traveled uh, the journey with you all these years, and it has really helped me heal from my childhood. Wonderful. Um, the best way and, to heal uh, from your childhood, by the way, Deb, the best thing that you can do is uh, each day to reach out to someone who's going through similar circumstances and just just touch their lives in some way. That That's the best healing you can do. And then you'll know why you went through it. But yes, what was your question? Yes. Yeah. Um, well, since we don't have much time, I thought of this. Uh, I am trying to uh, help people with health and nutrition and prevention and Mm-hmm. You, I hear you talk a lot, and I feel the same way about all the prescription drugs and the awful food that our children are eating nowadays. And I'm 
trying to, uh, I signed up with Integrative Health, uh, Institute of Integrative Nutrition. I'm 54. I'm going back to school. Um, how do, but I, and I researched and I created a class called Creating Health in a Toxic World. But the whole thing of what you think about, you know, how can I balance, um, you know, researching and, and trying to, bring people, make people aware of the toxins and how they can make alternative choices without me being um, totally, you know, like, <laughs> feeling like I'm in such a toxic world. I um, know. And it's a good question. I just watched uh, with my daughter. I was in Chicago speaking, and I watched a, 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 a film uh, through the TV called uh, Food Incorporated. I don't know if you've seen that or not. Oh, I've heard uh, of that, yes. Yeah, it was just an astonishing thing, and I thought, now, do I do I want to sit here and think about all the horrible things that are happening in the food uh, market, you know, and, and, and the way that we are processing food and so on? I'd really recommend everybody watch this, by the way. But I didn't, and I told my daughter, Sky the same thing. I said, what we will do is put our focus on, you know, so that, when, uh, that, so that we can create the world that we want. Um, by instead of talking about all the horrible things that are happening out there with it, in the food chain, is uh, to talk about the kinds of things that that I am doing, R removing uh, a animal protein from my diet as much as possible. You know, becoming much more conscious of not eating sugars, um, looking at GMOs and uh, you know genetically modified uh, you know organisms and so on, and, right. and 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 putting our attention on what we want, always staying focused on what we can, we're going to create. So you become aware of that, and then you just let it go. Stay on. We're going to send you a copy of the ship. Sorry we didn't Thank you. take longer. Mm -hmm. You're very welcome, Deb. Come and I'll right. see you in Boston. Okay, yes, I will be there November 16th, I think, or 15th, something like that. Yep. That's right, Boston, November 16th. You can find out about all of Dr. Wayne Dyer's events at drwaynedyer.com and also hayhouse.com. Thanks for joining us today. If you would like to hear more of Dr. Dyer's radio show, tune in to HayHouseRadio.com. To find out more about Dr. Wayne Dyer or any other Hay House author, please visit HayHouse.com. Thank you for listening.